How many of you like money? How many of you actually have credit cards? How many of you have financed a car or even a house? <laughs> or how many of you have student loans? Oh, God, it just makes me shiver. Well, on this episode of Harvard Business Beat, I had the pleasure of speaking with Susan Maldonado of WalletWise Financial. And uh, she's going to educate you on what she does and uh, I guess you could say why you should pay cash for practically everything. So let's hit that intro and get this thing started. Welcome to Hartford Business Beat, featuring members of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Hartford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Hartford County. Go to HartfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. like to welcome everybody to Harvard Business Beat. Today we have a young lady who is um, actually started a business not too long ago, and we'll get into that in a minute. We have Susan Maldonado. Maldonado. I said it wrong already, didn't I? No, you got it right. Okay. Of Wallet Wise Financial. How are you doing, Susan? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. So Wallet Wise Financial, when did you actually start this? I started it about two years ago uh, on this kind of a little, let's see if I can make this work as a business. And I went full time about a year ago, Um, actually retired from a long career in corporate accounting and decided to do this money coaching thing um, as a passion project. So I started that officially at the end of February last year. All right, wait a minute. Hold up, back up. You said retired. Now you don't mean actually retired. Retired. I, I mean, mean you're, 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 we're, for those of you listening, we're using Squadcast so we could see each other. Susan looks like she's about twenty five. That's and my eyes just went real big when she said retired because I'm like, there ain't no way. You are overly kind. <laughs> <laughs> um. In two ways. No, um, I am 49 years old and literally ticking down a few more weeks until I turn 50. Really? Um, yeah. Well, happy early birthday. Thank and... you. I have my, my diamond encrusted tiara ordered already <laughs> and I will be wearing it and I will be posting on social media um, the big five zero. But yes, um, 49 is early uh, to retire. So by retire, I mean that... Um, you know, we have my between my husband and I accumulated enough to that I do not need to work a full time corporate job anymore. That's good. Um, he is, uh, my husband is still, you know, working for a while longer. But, um, but yes, this is certainly a goal that I had for a long time and felt very fortunate to be able to to be able to do this. And so, my passion now is teaching others. Who would like to do the same. So it's not necessarily kicking back and doing nothing, um, but it's it's having the option. Um, it's having the, the freedom to be able to make that choice. And some people, uh, I mean, some people really love love their careers and wouldn't dream of walking away early. Yeah. Um, and I, I still enjoyed accounting work, um, but it was just the the full time, the the commute, the 
cubicle. Um, I liked the idea of being able to have the freedom to uh, to do work that really inspires me and to be able to do it from anywhere that I want. Big so, difference from working in a cubicle and working in your own office. It's, uh, God, I hated those days. <laughs> so, so explain to everybody what wallet wise financial actually is and what you do then. I'm sure they got a bit of it, but explain what you do. Sure. Well, um, wallet wise financial, uh, what I do is money coaching. So financial coaching is a thing. Um, it is something that I've been personally passionate about for, gosh, as long as I can remember, at least 20 years. Uh, and I had dreamed of, man, just imagine if people would like pay me to like help them with their budgets and like make the most of their money. That would be amazing. But how how can I charge people right. who are having trouble with their budgets? So for years, I just kind of had that in the back of my mind um, and didn't really give it too much thought to, well, maybe it's something you know I can do for free. I did for family and friends. And I kind of became known as like the go-to person for all things money. And um, during my long commutes uh, to work, I would listen a lot to Dave Ramsey because yes. he does what I want to do. And I'm like, oh, just imagine. And gosh, was he smart? He was monetizing it by having radio advertisers pay for his time. And the customers would get their advice for free. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that's genius. I wish I could have thought of that. Um, so then they announced that they were going to have a financial coach master training. And I'm like, oh, that is for me. <laughs> and so <laughs> I flew to Nashville. I met Uncle Dave. I went through the training. I thought it was really great. Um, kind of gave me a really good foundation about, um, I mean, his, his baby steps in some, in some circles are controversial. Mm -hmm. But especially the first three are really good, solid foundation. So I felt like if I was ever in doubt as to how to steer a client or how to get them started, you can never go wrong right? You know, with those first baby steps. So um, I did take that. What I did not get from that was how to actually structure a business. Do you charge like per session? Um, how do you price it? How do you market it? That like none of that was kind of there. So um, I ended up stumbling on a Facebook group um, called Financial Coaches Unite. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a thing. And people are doing this. And I saw lots of people being very successful creating financial coaching businesses. Because similar to personal training, you see people all the time hiring personal trainers. Right. And it's like you know that you, you need to eat less and exercise more. Everybody knows that. But you pay for that? Yes. Yes, you do. Because you have a personal plan, you have accountability, and the results you get are, are phenomenal. And people post about it and they brag and they're like, look at all this weight that I've lost. Isn't this amazing? This personal trainer is awesome and you got to call them. It's exactly like that, except that people don't do that with their money. Right. They don't say, hey, you look different. Like, oh, well, I just got rid of a bunch of debt and it's amazing. And this coach helped me do it. And you got to call that coach. So this has been the struggle. Um, but I am doing financial coaching. And once I started doing it and I started charging people for it, I found that I would find my fee every single time. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? This really is worth something. And people that work with me longer are finding that their net worth is growing and they have a plan and a future and spouses are working together. And it's just been fantastic. I'm like, I'm not charging enough for this. This is great. Well, and that's that's the thing because now that you're charging, 
I, I guess before when you when you're not charging, it's hard for you to see how well that customer of yours is doing. But mm-hmm. when you're charging them, I think you're getting more out of it as well because I think you're working harder to help them do better. And when you mm-hmm. see them doing better, it makes more sense to charge. It does. And there's buy-in as well. I found that's the most important thing. If someone has invested money, like, mm-hmm. like they say, well, I'm going to go to the gym. But if they're hiring a personal trainer, they're going to get to the gym. And that's the way that, it, you know, that's the way it's going to work. Like when you have when you have an investment involved, um, you are you are very invested and yeah. you, know, you will follow the plan and um, you find a lot more success that way. I think I need to fire fire. Yeah. Hello. Renate lips here. I need to fire my personal trainer because uh, his, <laughs> he told me to eat more and exercise less. Like, I didn't know it's supposed <laughs> to be the other way around. Eat less and exercise more. I know. <sighs> Spend less than you make. It's, it's so simple. Um, but why do we constantly hear about the retirement crisis? Yes. And the student debt crisis. And the credit card, the credit card crisis. And it's like, like, it does not have to be this way. And, um, you know, so I find I'm working with, uh, couples. Um, I really also want to talk to young people if I can, because what I get every single time is I wish I heard this 20 years ago. Yes. And can you please talk to my kid? So um, I'm also looking to do some speaking like at um, like at Edgewood High at the Academy of Finance um, and possibly I was talking to Kate earlier, too, about doing some like group, maybe group coaching for uh, for younger people. Uh, it's a great can, idea. Uh, give, a, give away a gift card or something and just get their attention, because there's just a few things that you can do, you know, at that young age that will just set you up for a trajectory so that you're not talking to me in your forties about, you know, still having student loan debt. Yes. Um, the average length to pay off student debt is 20 years, 20 years with student loan debt. And like, that sad. is just so much like, how can I invest for retirement? And that's why we have this crisis. It's like, well, because of all the darn debt um, that's become totally normalized. And so if I can try and plant a seed and, and just, you know, if there's two things like one, just, um, you know, eliminate your student debt as much as possible or try to not to take it out in the first place. And then my second favorite one is never borrow for a car. And that's what I, always, I get all these crazy looks. Oh, I have to hear this one. <laughs> so that you mean don't take a loan out for a car? Ever. So then they should pay cash? The, yes, because you're losing the, the the depreciation. So you're basically you're borrowing for a depreciating asset. Um, and again, that's money that you're not investing. That's money that is not working for you. Um, so yeah, generally paying cash means you're going to buy a used car. You're going to buy a more, you know, a less expensive car. Um, the number one car driven by millionaires in this country. This is my favorite. <laughs> the number one car. Any guess? You go? No. <laughs> I'm going to say a Toyota. Okay, no. uh, it's closer. A was... three-year-old Camry. A three-year-old Camry is the number one car driven by millionaires in this country. Wow. I'm not surprised. That's, yeah. Uh... There, yeah, there. I mean, there's never a need ever, I don't think, to spend $50,000 on a vehicle. But no. 
Um, but even still, it doesn't have to be a junker either. So the way it would work is you would pay yourself a car payment, right? Put it in one of those online savings accounts. And, you know, if you save up, you know, $500 a month for a year, you have $6,000. So that doesn't buy you much. But then you drive that for another year and you put away another $6,000 and then you got twelve. I mean, with depreciation, if you were to trade again, it doesn't take long before, you know, maybe $300 a month in a savings account and you're paying cash for some pretty nice cars. It's definitely doable. Um, and you could you drive them as long as you possibly can and you just pay yourself a car payment and just that would be um, that would just be money that you are not spending on on interest and keeping your keeping your the amount of capital you have tied up in an asset that's going down in value would just be kept to a minimum. So you drive like the nicest car that you're, that you're comfortable driving in. I don't mean driving a beater, but um, you know, there's, there's gotta be a compromise there. And I know like Ramsey's favorite rule is not to have more than 50% of your annual income tied up in Things with wheels, like things that go down. So that means like jet ski, RV, you know, um, tractor, cars, those things that go down in value. So if you have a hundred thousand dollar income, no more than fifty thousand dollars, like tied up in in those types of things. I noticed you didn't mention Harley. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> those go up in value, don't they? That's depending. Yes, yeah, some of them. With yeah. all that, especially without financing a car, how does especially these younger people, how do they go about building up their credit to buy a house? Because let's face it, you need credit to buy a house, correct? Well, <laughs> two schools of thought. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. One, of course, the, the, the Ramsey method. Uh, he, of course, is the anti-debt guy. Um, right. He doesn't believe in ever having a credit card or ever having a credit score because the only reason you need a credit score is to borrow money. And the only thing a credit score does is tell you, how good you are at borrowing money and paying it back and borrowing money and paying it back. There is no, no measure of financial well-being tied up in a credit score. So the only thing the credit score is good for probably is buying a house, um, which is a one-time thing. Right. There are companies out there that do manual underwriting, meaning they will look at your pay stubs. Like they'll actually like, instead of typing in your, your stats in uh, you know, quickenloans.com, and they come back with a number, an approval, um, this would be, you know, where they, they have to do it by hand. They have, they have to look at your income and they look at your, you know, utility bills or whatever. So mm-hmm. if you don't have any kind of credit score. There is work involved in that. Um, but if you want to establish a credit score, um, you know, open a credit card, charge your gas on it, pay it off. Charge your gas on it, pay it off. I mean, it establishes a credit score. Um, you know, and I can't see any other reason why there is so much focus on having a good credit score when it really means nothing in right. terms of how how financially well off you are. You can have an 800 credit score and and be in a ton of debt as long as you're making your payments on time. You have a great credit score. Yeah, my brother-in-law would love lo- love you for saying all that. <laughs> he, he's strictly been a cash guy, and I can't blame if you got the cash to do it, do it. So. True. Let's let's go ahead and get to the chamber. How long have you actually been? Your business has been two years. So how Mm -hmm. long have you actually been with the chamber? 
Um, I went to my first chamber meeting, I think in November of uh, 2019. And then I joined right after I left full-time work okay. um, at the at beginning of March last year. Now, so far, what have you actually gotten out of the chamber? I Well, I learned how to network. That's a skill that I've never... I've never had, I've never stood in front of a crowd and gave a 30 second commercial before. Um, I have met so many great business owners. Um, people have been very generous with their knowledge and expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, even the, like the chamber uh, staff has been very active even during the pandemic and keeping us connected and yeah. keeping events going. Um, my dad was a business owner and I, I talked to him a little bit um, and I said, yeah, I joined the chamber. And he had said that his chamber was kind of useless. Like they weren't really active at all. And I'm like, wow, I'm wow. Cause this of course is my only experience. I'm like, right. oh, it's been amazing. Like there's been so much <laughs> and so much opportunity. And um, so, yeah, I mean, essentially just being able to meet a whole bunch of other business owners and learning how to be an entrepreneur. Cause it That's is great. It's a big change. And it, it it helps when you have the ability to talk to other entrepreneurs, not just business owners, well, business owners and entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, but even, you know, the, some of the people that work for the business owners as well, because those people have mm-hmm. a lot of input and it makes a big difference, mm-hmm. really big difference. So somebody that is, starting a business like you did um, and is looking for advice in uh, just a short little paragraph or whatever. You can make it longer. Mm-hmm. Tell them why they should join Harford County Chamber of Commerce and two part question, how you can help them. Um, why they should join the chamber and how I can help them. Yes. Well, I would say join the chamber for the exact reasons that I did. Um, starting a new business, the first the first hurdle is getting your name out there mm-hmm. and saying that yes, um, hi, I'm a business owner, um, and I am looking to meet people and to network and to find customers and and try to again. I like the referral idea as well. Being able to, you know, if I know someone who's either looking for a house or needs an investment advisor, say, like, oh, I know someone who can help you. Um, that's been the coolest thing, actually. I've had, um, I've had a few instances where someone would would come to me and it's like, well, maybe I can't really help you, but I know just the person right. who can. Um, so yeah, I recommend it wholeheartedly. Very important, and I should have asked you this in the beginning. Tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. That would be good to know. (laughs) Uh, It was something really important. Um, The best place is uh, through my website, which is www.walletwisefinancial.com. I have a link there to set up a, you know, a three, a free 30 minute uh, virtual chat. Anyone who's interested in networking just wants to know about what I do or considering uh, booking the initial session with me, that would be something we can talk about in advance. And uh, the virtual chat link is right there on my homepage. There's also frequently asked questions and a few testimonials. Again, 
I am not a financial advisor. There's a lot of confusion between right. that. Um, a financial advisor is licensed to give investment advice, insurance, that kind of thing. I am not licensed to do that. I'm very clear about that. Um, I strictly help with, you know, your day-to-day finances, making the most of them, getting clarity and confidence, making sure you're spending in line with your with your values. So, um, so that is something that is that's a common misconception. So I talk a little bit about what I do. Um, do I just tell you to stop eating out and cut your cable? No, <laughs> there's definitely more more involved than that. So um, I encourage people to go to the website and just kind of read through a little bit more about it. Um, and then signing up uh, to have a free chat or if you're ready to dive right in, you can book a clarity session right there on my site. Um, my phone number is also there. Uh, so I'm, obviously I'm happy to do that or Facebook Messenger. I am also on Facebook, WalletWise Financial, and uh, be glad to talk to anybody through Facebook Messenger. Good ways to reach me. So the only other um, thing that I would also offer is that I am also accepting like small business bookkeeping. If anyone has a small business, a solopreneur um, who is just ready to outsource their day-to-day bookkeeping, I also work in in QuickBooks as well. Well, Susan, thank you so much, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. And I can't wait to thank talk you. to you again, Kate. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Tell tell everybody how to get in touch with you so they can get on the podcast. Yes. So please um, email me at Kate. It's just K-A-T-E at HartfordChamber.org. Or you can call over at the Chamber, 410-838-2020. This is an absolutely free opportunity. It is a wonderful opportunity to uh, promote your business. We share it out on all of our channels and it lives on our website forever. Um, It's a wonderful opportunity for you. Um, So definitely reach out. I want to thank Susan for coming on. I'm not going to repeat everything that Kate said. You know what to do. If you want to be on the podcast, contact Kate right away. So until next time, my name is Rich Bennett from Harford County Living. Stay safe. And, of course, get on here and tell everybody about your business.